All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being uh, with us. Write down our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, What we now know is the Trump arraignment inside this New York courthouse is uh, going on. We don't have all of the details yet. Uh, Basically, I, I printed this out, or James printed this out like seconds ago, Uh, Number one, Donald Trump has pled not guilty to the grand jury charges during this arraignment. It's still ongoing. And uh, what we're hearing is 34 crimes over hush money uh, as it relates to the payment of of two women. That would be Stormy Daniels and Kara McDougal. Uh, But anyway, the indictment charges Donald Trump with 34 criminal counts of falsifying business records. So it's exactly what we thought it was and conspiracy in connection with hush money payments to two women before the 2016 presidential election. Now, remember that this in New York City is a misdemeanor. Remember that the only way they they thought that they were able to get get after Trump. Now, let me backtrack. This, this, This was looked at by Mueller. This was looked at by the DOJ. This was looked at by the FEC. Uh, and we even I even interviewed the former head of the FEC and said this is not a campaign uh, election violation at all by definition. But the only way they could resurrect the, quote, zombie case, according to Pomerantz's book, uh, was to to tie because the statute of limitations had passed in terms of New York law. So they had to tie it to a federal offense. And even there, it's suspect as to whether or not the statute of limitations had passed on that. But. That that's what that's where they're going here. That's how desperate they are to get Trump to quote Alan Dershowitz's book here. Um, But anyway, 34 criminal counts, falsifying business records and conspiracy in connection with hush money payments to two women before the 2016 presidential election. Um, By the way, could it have been done for the benefit of the Trump organization or the benefit of of maybe for personal reasons? He, He doesn't want. Uh, allegations made against him in public that maybe family members would believe that might be embarrassing to him. Uh, It's called a non-disclosure agreement. It's called a nuisance lawsuit. Those are settled every single day in America. If you're a Democrat, it's called an NDA. If you're a Republican, they call it hush money. Anyway, so we know the grand jury had indicted Trump on Thursday afternoon last week for several months about all of this. Uh, but now it's real. And um, I've got a lot to say here today, and I want to just pause for a second. And I want to give you, uh, I want to stand 40,000, act as though I want to look at the big picture. And I want to go up 40,000 feet, you know, above the turbulence and looking down at what's really happening here. Because this is not just about Alvin Bragg, this trumped-up charge, pun intended. This, this is far bigger than this. And I think everybody needs to understand this. This, this. this is now going to be a series, a tsunami, if you will, of charges against Donald Trump. Now, remember, we go to January and February of next year, and we're now in Iowa for caucuses, We're now in New Hampshire for primaries. We're headed to South Carolina. We're headed to Florida. We're headed to Super Tuesday. So, you know, none of I doubt any of these issues will be resolved before then. And and, and immediately after this, we have what a a civil case based on a charge. And and 
my sources have told me that there's going to be exculpatory information. That probably will end up being the least of everything um, of some kind of sexual assault in a department store dressing room from 27 years ago. That's the next legal hurdle. Then you've got, you know, a very, very, if you want to look at the three worst jurisdictions that any conservative or Republican could ever have in terms of being uh, in the criminal justice system, it would be New York City, it would be Washington, D.C., and it would be Fulton County, Georgia. I know I lived in Georgia. Those are the three places. So, you know, if you, if you stand back and all that we have been saying, in 2007, I said on this program, and I said it on TV, and I said it many times since, and I had no idea how right that I was. Justice in America today is dead. It, just like I said, journalism was dead in 2007. It doesn't exist. We have given you example after example after example. Hillary Clinton, James Comey, a politicized FBI, a weaponized DOJ, Hunter Biden, and the list goes on. If you're a conservative, you spit on the sidewalk, you jaywalk, you're going to go to jail. If you're a liberal, even if you're in Alvin Bragg's New York and, you know, we got you on videotape and involved in a violent crime or a violent robbery, don't worry, you'll get out with no bail. And no matter how long your rap sheet is, you're going to get a probably the odds are very high that you'll be reduced to a misdemeanor. And if you do get a felony charge, well, his his track record is he wins about half his cases and loses half of his cases. So it's that bad. But I, I am just telling you to take note. This is much bigger than this. They want to drown Donald Trump in legal issues from now until the primary season. And if in the process they're able to get him in an orange jumpsuit, it'll be that much sweeter to those people that don't care about our Constitution or equal justice or equal application of our law. Now, there's been a couple of honest Democrats that see this for what it is, but not many. You know, the, the country's divided. If they can get Trump this way, this is great. This is a time to celebrate. But it's it, the long-ranging effect for the country is devastating. Because if you don't have a constitution, and every law is based on that document, that is the foundational document for every law we have in this country. If you don't follow the rule of law, if you don't apply laws equally, if you don't have equal justice and application, then, you do, then it's a banana republic. And that is what you're seeing unfold, and it's going to get worse in the days, weeks, and months to come. I wish I had better news for you, but I do not. You know, you see people lining the streets, pre-made signs. They know the claims. You know, last night, Sarah Carter did a man-on-the-street interview for the TV show, and Every New Yorker, do you think this would happen to anybody other than Donald Trump? Of course not. No, but this is this is a nothing case. This is an NDA. It happens every single time. Uh, just like, for example, how many companies in New York have company apartments and maybe allow employees to stay at their company apartment? You know, how many companies pay for drivers for, for their executives or whatever? Uh, very common practice. Maybe did they check everybody? to see if that is, you know, filed on their income tax return, but they did for Donald Trump. You know, and New York in particular is very interesting here. You got a guy that has 52% of the time reduces felony charges to misdemeanors. 
you got a guy that is so soft on crime, it is breathtaking. And we've gone over his record, and I'll go over it even further in a minute. You know, they, they seem to now, we care more about what? The feelings of murderers and not the families of the dead? How many people, why do, is it we have all these deaths in Chicago and nobody ever knows their names? Because what, the left can't politicize it? And it's only when they can politicize it that it's, you know, front and center news? You know, look at what dismantled, no bail laws, defund the police. What has it gotten us? Look at open borders. What has that gotten us but fentanyl and, and heroin and opioids and cocaine and meth and death? That's the result. You know, we care about, what, elitist interests while American families are starving and two-thirds of the country live paycheck to paycheck? And we're supposed to be giving money to foreign countries with a, with a $30 trillion debt? You know, uh, it's insane. You know, we leave the people of East Palestine totally, completely unchecked, unvisited. You know, we have abandoned all energy independence. We've opened up our borders. Our economy is an absolute Adam Schiff show. And now we have China on the move all over the world in ways that should frighten every single American. And alliances now with Russia, Iran, and, and, and now the Saudis, they've picked sides. You know, Saudi Arabia, OPEC, they just decided to cut oil production by a massive amount, 1.3 million barrels less a day. Why? Because they're going to drive up the price of oil and you're going to pay for it because of Joe Biden's radical energy and radical economic policies. That's what they're doing. But that is now the country we're in. But let me get back to the big picture. It's not just brag here. It's going to be brag. Then it's going to be a 20, I think it's 27. You can check the fact on that, Linda. Uh, a, a sexual allegation, civil case involving, you know, an alleged sexual allegation of uh, misconduct allegation uh, or worse. I'm not sure what the actual charge is. And now a civil case is going to bury Donald Trump and now more legal fees and more time away from running for president. And then you're going to move to Georgia. Well, Hannity, they have not decided to indict him yet. I would say probably by the end of the month, that's ne that's the next shoe to drop. Then you have a special counsel. What is the special counsel investigating? January 6th, the document issued down at Mar-a-Lago. I noticed Joe Biden's houses didn't get raided. I noticed that his special counsel allowed Joe's lawyers and other people, I'm not sure if they had security clearances, to go look at, you know, the Delaware school where they had, what, 1,800 documents or more. And, and they gave him, you know, two weeks notice that they were going to go to his house why? So he had time to go through the house and clean up any possibility of any document being in there. You know, when, do you really think that Hunter Biden and the Biden family, how much money in business did they do with over a dozen countries, starting with China, Russia, Ukraine and Kazakhstan? Let's start there. Apparently, James Comer now has four people that have flipped on the Biden family. Is that going to ever mean anything? Well, Hillary Clinton got away with top secret classified information on her server. Hillary Clinton's house never got raided. Hillary Clinton, you know, deleted 33,000 emails with bleach bit. She never got in trouble for that. Hillary Clinton, you know, had an aid destroyed devices with hammers, Blackberries and iPhones. But Hillary Clinton had her team remove SIM cards. They were missing. That would sound like a classic obstruction case if you were a conservative. And then, of course, she bought the, the dirty Russian disinformation dossier. 
And the FBI decided, well, we'll send some agents over and we'll talk to the author of the dossier, Christopher Steele, and we'll offer him a million dollars if he can provide proof and corroborate this thing. Well, guess what? They couldn't give him the million dollars because he could corroborate nothing. And then by the end of that month, they're using it in a FISA application, the top of which says verified. Well, of all the people that signed the FISA warrants, did any of them, like Comey, get held accountable? No, they did not. And then, of course, they had Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, we have low-hanging fruit there. We have crack use, prostitutes, you know, uh, and, and other issues, you know, lying on a gun application. And then we've got other big issues. How much money did this family do in business with these foreign countries? I want a definitive answer. How much money of that went into their pocket? We know Joe Biden lied when he said he never had a single conversation, not one, with Hunter about his foreign business dealings. Well, is that why he, he, he leveraged a billion tax dollars to get a prosecutor fired in Ukraine who he knew was investigating his son and the business he was doing business with, Burisma? And then his son stupidly goes on Good Morning America, admits he has zero experience in oil, gas, uh, coal, energy, and Ukraine. Wow. Sounds like a quid pro quo, and Joe bragged about it on tape. When is, where's, when is he going to be held accountable? Do you get the point? Does that sound like equal justice under the law to you? Does that sound like equal application of our laws? Justice? 2007, I said journalism is dead. Now I'm saying equal justice, equal application of our laws, I've said it before, is dead in America. Now, thank goodness we have Jim Jordan of the Judiciary Committee, and Jim Jordan is investigating whether or not the FBI is politicized and the DOJ is weaponized. Apparently, he has FBI whistleblowers. I'm getting reports behind the scenes. I'm trying to corroborate them that maybe some of those whistleblowers are being intimidated. Uh, We'll find out in the days and weeks to come. We will investigate that.